Hey yo gamers, I'm Chuck. And I'm Sean. And this is The, the Fold. Fold. Say it with me. The Fold. Fold. <laughs> Episode 43. Sounds like you got a little bit of jet lag there. I could hear it in your voice. No, there's no jet lag. Are here. you sure? Uh, no, no, no. I'm good. Sounds I, I got like a lot I, of rest on got a lot of rest on the plane. Sounds like I heard some. I'm I'm tuned into that, you know. I don't know if you know that about oh, yeah? me. It's a keen sense that I have. It's a seventh sense. A seventh I sense. I was diagnosed with that, yep. Really? So yes. you got the sixth sense and the seventh sense. Yep, the sixth sense is ESPN. I get that okay. with my cable package. And then a seventh sense <laughs> is that I can tell that you, when someone has jet lag. No. Do you no, have no. the ESPN? I, I don't have the ESPN. I do. I have I that. So like I can kind of see the future. You know, you just go to the guide and you can read what's there, what's coming yeah. up. Yep, it's pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Um, speaking of ESPN, <laughs> the Patriots have a first round bye in the playoffs, as we've discussed. Yep. And they now have an opponent. Kansas City Chiefs will be arriving in Foxborough this week, I believe. Oh, okay. And they just stomped the mud hole in Houston. So I'm a little nervous, but okay. uh, in, a, in Bill, we trust. Yeah. So Tom will, will get be it. Fine. Tom will get it done. He'll take care of it. Yeah. Go get you know, go over and give him a few words of encouragement before the game. Yeah, he doesn't like to talk to me the weeks of big games like this. I don't know why. It's a it's a little disheartening. Because I, I could straighten it all out pretty much. You could. Me, you could. me and every other New England fan. We have all the answers. Yeah, every one right. of them. So no jet lag? You sure? No. Nah, no jet no jet lag. Okay. I was a little surprised when you had my flight diverted to Boston though. I don't know why that would surprise you. So we sent the private full jet out to Cali. Yep. Flew you back. And I, you know, I wasn't expecting, like, I don't even know how you got my flight canceled. This is the black G9 we sent out. Yeah. G8. But I don't, I don't know how you, I don't know how you got my original flight, flight canceled. Oh, let's just say I know a guy. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the black bag (laughs) over the head was not a nice touch to get me on the fold private jet. Well, because you've been a little bit reticent to um, succumb to the ways of the fold. So, is, that, is that what it is? Yeah. Yep. No. Those are big words. Yeah, they are. I don't understand that. <laughs> um, you've been somewhat reluctant to, um, to always acquiesce in a... Um, you're reaching here. You are reaching here. <laughs> Let's stop this bit. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't do bits. Um, okay, so you just make it up as you go. Along. I just I wing it, brother. You know I, that the mic goes I, I, on, I, and I don't know where. Sometimes I don't even know where it comes from. Yeah, but I, I think people think like we stage some of this. If you think that, you've just got to get on with Chuck sometime. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna publish outlines that we do. No. Yep, I'll put them on the website, thefoldpodcast.com, and you can see the outlines of the show. You yeah. know what? That makes me think of and something. We'll see, we'll see how far we deviate from that. <laughs> there, there are no outlines. We've said it before. It's a joke. I'm literally sitting on a ping pong table. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, listen, speaking of that, speaking of um, outlines so it's come up a couple times in the last few weeks maybe the last month or so people have asked me questions about about podcasting or or this that or the other thing and here's my always my answer do it right 
yeah. grab a microphone, grab a headset. You want to stream. Don't try to overcomplicate it. Don't think you need all this fancy stuff. Do it. Do it first and see if it's yeah. actually what you want to do and if it's worth doing, right? You might hate the way your voice sounds. You might hate the way you look on camera. You might realize it's a lot harder than you thought. Or you might do it and go, this is easy. I love this. Let's yeah. see if people like it. So um, my I'd advice like- my advice is always just do it. Don't Stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. Stop saying you want to do it. Just yeah. do it. Get your get your microphone that came with your iPhone. Get an app on the iPhone and record a podcast on there, and yeah, then, then can, let some friends it. listen to it. So yeah, and it, it's the same thing for streaming. I I see a lot of people say they want to get into streaming. They think it's so hard, and I'm like, it took me an hour or two to set up streaming for the first time without having any knowledge of it, and that was even doing it on iOS, right? Which is more Not difficult, easy. right? Because there's extra layers, you know, than you know, a si- you know, a single PC game on your you're streaming from your PC playing game. That's really easy. You capture a window and you're good. Good to roll. But for an iPhone or you know another tablet, you've got to get you know capture card or an Air uh, Play client, and so it adds an extra little layer of it there. And even that was just really easy. And I don't have a top of the line computer. Like I have the same computer I started with a year ago. It's yeah. still chugging along. All that, all that and stuff. Easy. And yeah. I just started, and I was like, I like this. And here I am a year later, still doing it. And I'm sure it's the same with you with the podcast. Yeah, all that stuff. Like I need this. I need this fancy thing. My computer is not fast. This is all. It, all yeah. that is is you stalling. Stop yeah, stalling and stop just, making excuses. Just do it. Just do yep. it. You can. Take a take a cue from Nike. Yeah. Just do it. I mean, I've invested in in better equipment as we've gone along because I really enjoy this as a hobby, and I want it to sound you know nice. But we started out on some you know janky old five year old laptop recording into GarageBand, you know, sitting around a table underneath a fluorescent light. So <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you know, just just do it. Just do what do it. feels right, and if you like it, it, you'll like it, and if you don't, you'll realize that quickly. And I'll tell you something else too. You can private message me on Twitter at the full podcast. You can send me an email, Chuck at the full podcast.com. You can find me on the band, all these things. Reach out to me. I'll help you the best I can. I am by no means an expert. I hit record and we go. Um, but I will share everything I do with everyone. And I think I would like to see 20 podcasts tomorrow. That would be fantastic. I, I would love to see more podcasts coming yeah. out. Yep. You know, and it's the same as a, as a streamer. You know, I love seeing new streamers. Absolutely. One of, my, one of my favorite things to do is host a new streamer after I'm done for the night. Yeah, it's it's that's got to be a cool feeling. Like yeah. to have all your whole room transfer over to somebody that's just starting yeah. out. And, it, you know, because I know how it felt a year ago. You know, I, I, I think of it, it's, well, it's just been, been just over a year since I started streaming. And really, it's been a. This is about the time it was a year where I started really taking it seriously, and I know what it was like to get that first host from Shin Kagen, right? Or you know, the other big names, DZ. I I ate toast with Shin Kagen. Did I ever tell you that story? Yes, we we broke bread. You broke bread. Nice. Yeah, it was me, Shin Kagen, uh, Stan Smith, and Freddie. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and me. So it was kind of like you know. I don't know. I it was, was like, VIPs. I was like the fourth stooge. <laughs> no. 
You say that. I think I think you underestimate your influence in the Vainglory community. Nah, zero. Okay, J- just, so. just just like I do to to mine half the time. Yeah, you, you underestimate yourself. So we um, so do it. We both say just do it. Stop. Yeah. Stop talking about it. Stop wishing about it. Stop dreaming about it. And just effing do it. Just do it. That's. I it. mean, and at the end of the day. Myself and Chuck, we're just two dudes that do things on the internet. You know, we talk together and we record together once a week. I stream a few days a week and I'm just a guy. There ain't nothing special about me. There's nothing that made it so I was able to do this. Chuck was able to do this. Yeah. I we're get just up regular people. That's it. I get it. I have a wife. I get up and go to work every day. Every, everything rolls on. I'm just. Put your pants on one yeah. leg at a time. So just do it. Just stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. Do it. I want to see more podcasts. I want to see more streamers. Hell yeah. All right. Um, 1.13 is coming. Yes. And I believe it's coming on 113, which is cool as hell, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, 113 is coming on 113. That's awesome. So winter is coming, as they say, in a very big show. So now in February, do you think we'll get two point something? Maybe 2.3 or something like that. That would be awesome. I want them to keep up with the months. I I want every patch to match the month and day that it comes out. I don't think we'll see that. Uh, That is disappointing. I don't don't think we will. Okay. Maybe we'll see 114 on 114. That would be weird if we got a patch after the day after (laughs) we got it. Hey, I'm just throwing things out there. So 113 is coming on 113 and a lot of big things in there. Right. Yeah, there's, so, there's, there's a little bit of in there. We usually wait to go over all that till it actually happens, so expect to hear that, uh, I guess, next week. We'll probably go over that, or the week after. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how yeah. it goes, because we're trying to line up a special guest for next week. We are. We we are. Very, very special guest. I, I might have... I might have cornered this guest during the uh, weekend out in California. Which we're going to talk about. Which you're yeah. going to talk about that weekend. But I'm very excited if this is actually going to happen. So, Yeah, if we, if we can make this happen, it'll be great. And right. I think everyone will love it because... And I will spe- keep it a secret. I won't give it away. Yeah, this specific person, without giving anything away, this specific person, I can sit and listen to them talk for hours. And I have. Now, I'll tell you, I will give you a hint. Bo Daly followed me on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congratulations. Go figure that out. I got, I got selfies. I got selfies with Bo Daly. I have one of those too. I love that. That is cool. Okay. Um, so special guest coming. One point one three coming. Here's what we know. We know uh, Infinity Scarf Tier Three. Yes. He shoots is- icicles. And the. F- Freaking goop is yeah. amazing. The goop is ice puddle. And then it turns into a frost vortex. Yeah. So I'm all in. And now I, yeah. I'm on record as I don't like the first two scarf skins. See, I love fluffy scarf. Yeah. Uh, uh, no the, tier, the tier one scarf isn't as impressive to me, but I like it. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it. Although the lore made me like it a little bit more. Yes, the storybook lore. Yeah, the storybook lore. So anyways, uh, scarf is coming. And then yes. uh, also we're going to get... Uh, um, glaive tier three glaive, yes. Which and it glaive just looks fans like it's everywhere rejoicing. Yeah, it's just getting bigger and bigger and and icier and winter wintery, more yeah, wintery. That, that's yeah, that's what they they were talking about. That nah, the goal was I think to get like the winter season to really kick off with a lot of winter themed stuff. Bingo, they nailed it. Then 
And, so yeah. And because then next is um uh Catherine Winter Win- War Catherine. Winter yep. War Catherine. Which, you know, living in a cold climate, I'm not sure she's dressed appropriately for cold for a cold weather day. But I, I don't think so. Hot as hell. Yeah. Yeah, she is. You can say it. Come on. Yeah. She, she she is. Yeah. yeah. And she's working the glasses. Oh yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. It and really you know the first works. thing I saw when I thought when I saw that uh splash with Catherine in the glasses was she looks an awful lot like Brazil McFizzle. Yeah, I've been seeing that on the internet and I I agree. <laughs> I agree. Two two very lovely ladies. But that whole Catherine thing, that that's it's a good look. Yeah, it yeah. is a great look. It's a good oh. look. I love it. Can't wait to play it more. I'm sure we'll see some cosplay of that one. We better. <laughs> I want. I want to see someone. I, I'm hopefully going to be attending PAX South later this month. Nice. So I would love to see someone cosplaying Winter War Catherine. All right. Well, I'll see I don't know if I don't know I'll if see what noticed. I can do. Ooh, you're going <laughs> to cosplay it. <laughs> um, I, I will say this. I don't know if the, this detail really hit too many people, but I was. I was looking at Winter War Catherine a little bit uh, before the stream where the reveal happened. You know, I found a, a computer with the client, the spectator client on it, and was really going in on it and looking. And the shield on the Winter War Catherine is amazing, and I won't say too much more about that. Okay, yeah, I'll be buying that on instantly on on one thirteen. That's a yeah. no brainer for me. Um, and then also in one thirteen is Rhyme. Rhyme. Yes. Who looks amazing on the fold. He walks with a little, he's got a little hitch in his giddy up. He does. He, I mean, he's an old man. Yeah, which I like. I can relate to that. Yeah. Being an old man myself. Yeah, you're, you're getting up there. Yeah. We well, might have to retire you soon. I wonder if he has ESPN. He probably does. Yeah, I bet that he does. Um, well, he's some sort of Grangor hunter extraordinaire, yeah. according to the lore. Which yeah, everyone that, should go read. Yeah, that was I was like, whoa, he he's a badass. He kind of is a badass. Like when you get a whole herd, are they a herd at that point or a pack? I, I, well, he went into the town, the uh, Grangor town. Yeah, and they they but they all backed away. Yeah, and then no one tried. Like one man, and you know we've seen <laughs> Glaive, so we know what a Grangor can do. Yeah, and. Nope. They the, wanted these guys no. are all like, nope. I yep. I want none of this old man. That's right. I don't. This old me. man with his walking stick, hunched over, hitching his giddy up. Yeah, hopping along. Yeah, he's uh, he's a he's a badass, pretty much. There's no so. doubt. I'm very excited. He's, I, I'm I'm attracted to what they described his gameplay to be. So I, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be fun for me to play. I'm very uh, very much excited to get him. I think he will be. I think it will be great with some uh, unorthodox comps that we don't usually see. That's cool to hear. I'm glad to hear that. I I think um, one of my favorite team comps finally has a has a dedicated third now. I don't know if you know, but it's called Team Slow as Shit. (laughs) Go ahead. We, you know, and it's soft and and whoever. Okay. And because there there isn't really, I haven't really found the good slow moving player. And I think Rhyme's kit will complement Finn and Saw really well. Oh God, yeah, Rube. because he he has the new root mechanic yeah. and he has the chill on his attacks and that slows down movement speed. So 
he will be a huge, great addition to Team Slow as shit, and I can't wait to try it out. So listen, so I don't want to go into too many details about him because we usually save and do that once the hair yeah, activities. Yeah. But can, can you can you mention something, and I want to explain it to people that don't understand it. So what is a root? You said it's a new mechanic root, but it's not new to MOBAs. It is not new to MOBAs. It is not new to gaming. But rooting is essentially a 100% slow. Right, so you slow to zero. You're slowed to zero. You cannot move, but you can still act. You can still so, push buttons. You can still attack. Yes. You just can't move. Can't go anywhere. Right. So just imagine that with so two spun up very saw. immobile, a spun-up <laughs> saw, a fin that can hook. Yeah. You know, you get out of, out of the distance, a little rhyme catches up, roots you, a fin gets the hook, yeah. and you're right into the middle of that spun-up saw again. Yeah, that seems... How would, how would you feel that day? I would sad unless i was saw and then i would be happy exactly so thank you for tuning in to chuck shares his emotions on this week's <laughs> episode of the fold i was sad and then i was happy um so rhyme is coming rhyme is coming and uh i'm very excited i'm very excited about the old man that shoots ice and has a big stick it's, it all works for me on a lot of levels and then some other things too. They they talked about uh, the way compression is going to work and yada yada. There's a lot of numbers and and uh, we'll go into more detail on that in the future. I'm sure. Yeah, I think we can hold off on that for now. Yeah, but they're, they're, there's something there's something I've been waiting to talk about and like you know we've been recording for a little bit already and I need to say this. Go ahead. So I want to say a huge congratulations to three teams. We'll start. We'll start out. Uh, Gangstar serious. Iraqi Zoro called me Gabe Bizzle. Congratulations, guys! You played an awesome game in the third place match and took it home two and zero. Nice. And it was uh, it was amazing to see you guys do you know play there. I, I felt really bad when Ardent and Gangstars went against each other in the um, semifinals. I was like, I really wanted to see that as the finals, but. I'm just glad Gangstars, you know, did North America proud and took home the third place. Now, can I stop you for a second? Because I feel like you're very, very excited. And what you've done now is you've put the cart in front of the horse. Yes. So we have people listening and have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, yes. So you're talking um, about the VIPL. Yes, I'm talking about the VIPL, the Vainglory International Premier League. We've See, I'm here to ground you. Thank you. Okay. I am really excited You about are this. so excited. I wish everyone could see you right now. You're giddy. I am. So... If you don't know, we've mentioned this in the past. Uh, the Vainglory International Premier League is teams from all over the world got together in Korea to play for the past month and a half. And they've been playing, you know, practicing hours and hours every day, been playing a couple times a week on stage in front of millions to OGN's audience and more on uh, Twitch and they did like group elimination stage and all that fun stuff. And it ended with this, you know, past week with the semifinals and then the third place decider and the finals this week. So when I was in California, we all got together and had a huge viewing party for the third place match in the finals. And what I was just saying was Gangstars won the first match and took home third place. And then we had the finals. All right, and the finals were? Invincible Armada versus Ardent Alliance. Okay, now, did a team move to Korea for this? 
the teams have all been staying in Korea for the past month and a half. Wow. Since late November, right around Thanksgiving time, they've been in Korea. That is crazy to me. Yeah, they, they all uprooted their lives. And, you know, some of these guys are really young. Some of them have other things they're doing. Like, you know, Shin Kaigen, for example, on Arden Alliance, he's a big streamer. Yeah. You know, he, and he had to basically give up streaming for the most part for this past month and a half to move to Korea, practice 10 hours a day, and compete and, win, you know, get up into the finals for VIPL. Right. That's amazing. Okay. So, all right. So, let me go back. So, the final match was Invincible Armada. Yes. And and I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you know the people's names, the players' names for Invincible Armada? Wine, Ruin, and Druid. All right. That's easy to remember, right? And then uh, Ardent Alliance. Ardent Alliance is Shin Kaigen, yep. Flash X, uh, and Mixi. Which is actually Mish, but everyone says Mixi. Mixi, right, right. It's, you know, it's not going to change. I'm sorry, man. So that was your final match right there. That was your final match. Okay. Now, I've not seen it yet. Sorry. I know it's yeah, on my I, list of things to view. Um, yeah, I know. I've, I've told you. I told I you like know. right away that you had to watch this. I, I warned know. you. I had every I had every intention. I had all good intentions. And then... Well, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> so go ahead and fill us in. Tell us so what happened. We had a thing. This you know, is a best of a, best of five, best of three. Best of three. Best of, best three. of three. Okay. So picks and bands, the whole bit, right? Picks and bands. It was, you know, bands and draft pick, the same format we've been seeing in VGL, the same format we've talked about on this podcast before. A ban on one team, a ban from the other, one pick from the first, two pick from the second, two from the first, and one from the second to round it out. So the same one, two, two, one with yep. the picks. Okay. And um, I'm going to be honest. I forget the exact order of the picks. It's okay. Just give us a sense of it because what we're trying to do here, I think, is um, we want to tease people and let them know that it was exciting and something that they should go watch. And then we they, want them to go should. watch it without without you giving a complete play-by-play analysis. Right? I think that's our goal here. So, yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. So, so the the mostly this can be found on OGN's Twitch stream. Is that OGN correct? OGN Global. OGN Global, and I, it'll be in the news section. Go into the yeah, news it's, section. It's, I think it's already been in the news yeah, section. It is. So if you just go in there, you can find it. But Sean's going to give you a little, a little, a little, a, a little taste, a little taste, a little taste. and a little and because uh, the first taste is free. I should have said this before, but spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I am going to spoil everything, and I'm sorry. And if you've logged into the game and gone into the news section, you already know the results of this. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like you're giving away what happens in the new Star Wars movie when you, when you tell us how the, how you know the gangsters finished third. Yeah, well, I mean, we I mean, the games stuff. are still worth watching. You know what I mean? They, they are, uh, yeah. and I'll tell you those the the especially the gangsters versus ardent match in the semis, which took place last Thursday. And the Invincible Armada versus Ardent matches, these were two of the best competitive Vainglory matches I have ever seen. Awesome. So now they're on a 1.12 client, right? They're playing on 1.12? 1, 1. Yes. 1. Okay. They did this all on 1.11 up until the uh, semis. Actually, it was, I think the first match of the semis was on 1.11, I want to say. And then it switched to 1.12 for the Ardent Gangstars match and stayed on 1.12 for the rest. Okay. 
All right. So what so you- we've got match one. We had Invincible Armada running Koshka, Catherine Celeste versus Blackfeather Sky and Arden. Now, Blackfeather and Sky are showing up a lot everywhere. Yes, Sky Feather is a thing, especially in Arden's usually the the roamer you see with them. Okay. And this is essentially the North American and I believe European Metacomp. Okay. This is, you know, the what's considered right now one of the best comps to run. Yep. It's, you know, Sky's super strong, Black Feather changed in 112 and has became a powerhouse with just a, a few minor tweaks. Right. And then Arden, of course, has just been top roamer for a while. Yeah, a long in, time. In now. most situations, he's been top or one of the top roamers. And then the, and they went against the triple stun comp. Right. Koshka, Celeste, Catherine. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of lockdown potential there. And I'll just say this game, it went a lot differently than I expected. Now, was it a runaway result or was it a tight game? It was a very passive, uh, thought-out game. Okay. There weren't many kills in this game. So now you might... it you, was intense. You might say, like like two heavyweights, eh, the first round, the first two rounds, they're just kind of feeling each other out. So game one... I mean, these, guys, these was, guys know each other. They know their play styles, right? But, they, uh, they definitely do. They definitely know. Uh, if I remember correctly, Kestrel was actually banned out after Shin Kaigen's excellent performance with Kestrel against Gangstars. Okay. So they knew to ban Kestrel out. They saw what Shin could do on Kestrel and said, nope, we don't want to play that. And they left him open for Blackfeather, who I don't believe we've seen Shin play yet. Okay. So So that was match one. That was match one, and that match was taken by Ardent. And... I'll say I didn't expect that because I and I, the reason I didn't expect that was because when I saw the comps, I said triple stun with a Koshka, and they started Blackfeather in the jungle as opposed to the lane. So Blackfeather's really weak in the jungle, yeah. in my opinion, okay. and in a lot of people's opinions. So Koshka could have really heavily punished Blackfeather, and didn't. And it allowed the game basically went on to the point where both Blackfeather and Sky were so farmed up that they were an unstoppable force. Well, I was gonna say because Koshka's a little they, bit more mid game, right? Like her, she's, she is really early game and mid game. Yeah, and she kind of she kind of she kind of like, flatlines at that point. Yeah, she gets she gets a lot weaker at the end. She doesn't scale as well as Blackfeather and uh, Sky. And I'm gonna say without ruining it, the game ended. <clears throat> there were five turrets up on each side. And then the Kraken came out, and it was a push to win. Wow! With all five turrets and a Kraken. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's worth watching. So it sounds like Arden, it. Arden won, and then pushed for the game-winning play in one, one fight. One fight. But it's late in the match, so death timers. Late, oh, yeah, it was long. a little late in the match, and the death timers were a little long. Okay. So. But match. Sky and Blackfeather are both late game heroes. Yes. So if you let them kind of get to that point in the game, and when we say late game heroes, we mean that um, as their kit is fully grown, they're fully they've they've yeah. farmed up, they've got the money, they've they've invested in the proper items. Yeah, they, they've got three or four items, you know, tier three items, and they they just become dominant powerhouses. Exactly. Exactly. And, and Koshka is, is dominant earlier than that. 
Yes. And she, she, she reaches a plateau before everyone else, sort of mid-game, but then she mm-hmm. doesn't go any higher. She doesn't. Yes. She, she doesn't. And, and not to say she still isn't viable. Oh, She's yeah. just not nearly as strong as other heroes. You can still play Kashka late game. Yep. Just not to the effect she is in the early game. Right. I think other so. heroes start to step up and match and surpass her. Okay. I just want to kind of define what you know the terms we're using as we move along here. So match two. So match two was a little bit of a change up. Um, this time. Ardent stayed with a very similar to their previous game, but they switched out Sky for Vox. Okay. Interesting. So, Mixi went on to Vox, and I've, you know, we've seen Mixi on Vox yep. uh, in the past. Really great Vox. And this time, Invincible Armada went out of their way to take Sky away with a pick. So they picked Sky this match, took it away from Mixi, and then went Finn Kashka. Wow, really? So, Sky, Finn, Koshka. Yes. Another, so, this was a, another double crystal comp. And Finn, we just don't see Finn. Yeah. Finn, Finn is only, was only in a few matches in the VIPL and only had won one of them before this, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's an, this is a really interesting comp. And I'm also thinking on the other side, too. Vox has kind of fallen out of favor with the most recent updates. He has, but I mean, I'm not again. They, I'm not saying a, that any of these heroes are weak in any way. And in the hands no, of these Vox, players, Vox they're, is a super late game hero. Yeah, he needs a minimum of three tier three offensive items to be not not viable, but strong enough to carry a game to right. be a, a carry. He needs those three items until that point. He is not going to be as effective as others. So this match. This is where Invincible Armada learned what they did wrong. They learned we've got a Kashka, we have an early game advantage. You know, Black Feather's in the jungle. Black Feather is going to go down to Kashka easily, no problem, every time. And then of course Finn. You know, we know Finn, slow moving but hits like a truck, and can take punishment. So it worked out well. They played Finn magnificently. Some of the best Finn play I've seen in ages. And they won. Invincible Armada won this second match because they were a lot more aggressive and they punished Ardent for taking such a late game comp. So, so Okay, so so Armada's won the second Ardent's, match and Ardent won the first match. Yes. And should we let the people tune in to match three? Well you give us the give us the lineups. Okay, so give us the match, lineups, but let's not give the results. So that's match you, that's three a, that's just was, a tease. That's what we're doing now. Okay, so we're gonna tease this, and I hate you for having making me have to tease this, but <laughs> yeah. we were, you know, you're a jerk. So I will say that it was a mirror match. Oh, really? Now in match three, do they do they get? It is, is it, blind it's, pick. It's wide open. It's blind pick, no bans. Yeah. So, so you, this is like you're going into ranked queue. Yeah, and you can take everybody takes what they're best at. Yes. But you're telling me it was a mirror match or match two? No, a mirror match in ma- in match three. Mirror. It was a mirror match. Oh, for both versus teams. each other. Okay. Versus so each other. This I'm assuming was, Kestrel was involved. Okay. Uh, Let's see if you can guess it. Kestrel, Blackfeather, Arden. No. Was I close? Yes. Two, you had out, two of, out of three. Two out of three. 
Kestrel, Blackfeather. I don't know. Nope. Kestrel Arden? Yes. I saw it. This is horrible radio. What was it? Kestrel Sky. <laughs> Kestrel Arden. Sky Arden. Okay. I was close. It, it really close. Yeah. So it was a Kestrel Sky Arden matchup between Invincible Armada and Ardent. And. All right, I, I gotta tell I you, will people. Say, the, I will say one thing. There was there was a little bit of a meme created. The grin on his face right now is when we finish. I'm going to watch it. So I'm just gonna say this, that. I'm just gonna say that an, right now. This was an amazing match, and you know, uh, one punch flash came out of this. One punch flash. Okay. All right. So match three. Everyone should go watch that. OGN Global. Yeah, it's it's in their past broadcasts. Um, yeah, most likely the most recent one. They do go live a lot, so just look for the Vainglory International Premier League Season Two Finals. Uh, or I'm sure the link is in the in the game. Yeah, you can probably get it in the news feed. In the I'm news pretty feed. sure. Yeah, yeah, I would shocked if it wasn't in the news feed. Even even and, days later, even days after, as you're hearing this, and it's it's already happened. Now listen. Yes. I want to shift gears. Okay. You. Um, you you definitely have jet lag. Everyone can hear it now at this no, point. No, I don't have jet lag. And and it's it's just so obvious and you don't even realize it. So, okay. Um, okay. You're like blind to it. Yeah. Uh, but the real question is is why do you have jet lag? You were out in San Francisco again. Yes, I was. This you were like my... you fly from coast to coast. You're like Bruce Wayne. Yes. Does this he fly my... a lot? Coast to I think he does. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know that this much about. This is like about. my fourth or fifth trip out to California in the past few months. So big deals out there because uh, Super Evil has a new lair. Yes, they do. And it looks amazing. Yes. It, it is a huge step up from the old lair. Well, I, I mean, the old lair had, had its charm. And I'm not saying the old lair was bad in any means. It was an amazing place. I'll I mean, say it. It was a dump. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It I mean, had some it, character in the same it, way it that, character. like, it had character, and that's what made sure. it. It made it yeah. awesome. Fenway Park has character too, and it's a dump too. It's a big dump. <laughs> it's a big giant crap hole. Yeah, I mean, it, it did have its bad parts. Like, <laughs> Wi-Fi was terrible, and you you could you know it was a very charming know. place. It was an old um, Mason's Lodge or something, wasn't it? But old uh, fellow's lodge. Yeah, it was. It was. Something. It was very nice and it was very it was very charming and very cozy and I was very welcome when I was there. But this yep. new place, this new place looks like yes. it, it looks is, like Google. It does. It and it's only you know around the corner from the old there. Okay, it's so funny. You still uh, go to the same Mexican restaurant. Yes, yeah, like Dewar. Dewar took us out for coffee on Friday morning, and he was like, and a couple of people that hadn't been there were like, you know. Uh, just asking questions, and you know, it's like, oh, we're only actually like right around the corner. So we actually walked out the door to the coffee shop, turned to the left, and we're at the old lair. Okay, that's cool. So they all so, they like hand walked it all down. So the new place is like all new and shiny. Yes, and it has good yeah, Wi Fi. I, mean, I take it. I I didn't actually get a chance to test the Wi Fi, but no one okay. was complaining. And it's bigger. It is huge. Right. Like Good. everyone has their own space. There's rows of desks where everyone's working. You know, they've got different different areas for different tasks. You know, all the artists are together. The server guys are together. The editorial staff is all together. They're just, you know, they're all grouped up. 
They have private meeting rooms. Nice. They have multiple private meeting rooms. Nice. They now, have what about like where they stream from? Is that like a dedicated area now? From what I understand, yes. Their studio is their studio. Nice. So they've got a That's little area for that. They've got uh, desks there, as you saw. If you watched the stream on Friday where we were playing on stream they had us sitting at the you know the desks like we were playing competitively yeah i saw you play on stream i did uh yeah, a small child small played. child played scarf. small child played scarf yes Anthony you know. scarf. i saw that it was like it a was rough the... game for you no 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 i won well well i thought you personally kind of had a rough game yeah, yeah fuji had it out for me <laughs> all right well you know fuji, fuji had it out for me but we probably we, deservedly we worked... so because well, fuji I, is I a stand-up guy <clears throat> Fuji is a wonderful guy. Right. I, I, I love every chance I get to hang out with him. So Fuji for me is like, um, you know, like people say, well, I'm going to Xerox this thing. Yeah. They don't say they're going to make a copy or they say like, oh, grab me a Coke, but they don't really want a Coke. They just want a soda. Yeah. So when I refer to high level players, it's food. It's always Fuji. It's become, yeah. that's what that word has become to me. Yeah. Cause it's, Fuji. It, it represents high level play. It does. And he Fuji. also has the ESPN. He does. Yep. I've, I've heard. I, well, I've seen him play. So I think all those guys at that level have it. It's instinctual. That's what, is that why I'm not a, is what, that why I'm not vainglorious? I, I plateaued at POA in seasons ago. <laughs> you know, I dropped back down again, too, by the way. I, I had leveled up my account, and I'm doing hard. I'm going ranked all the time now. I'm always playing ranked. And uh, I had won a whole bunch of solo queue matches, and then you had helped me with some and then um i jumped in with some guild guys and, and it all went south maybe i'll ask small child to come over and give a hand <laughs> it all went south. we've got we've got a day or two left yeah well you know what i figured maxo was like oh, i don't want to do ranked anymore i'm like now's the time to do ranked it doesn't matter you should be playing yeah, yeah it's gonna up. be it's gonna be gone in two days yeah just straight up play <laughs> ranked as much as you can you might you got nothing to lose now so um yeah, nothing to lose. Your your trophy is still going to be your highest achieved. Yeah, yeah you got nothing so to lose. So. It doesn't matter at this point. Um, go go hard at ranked. Everyone should be in ranked queue. Yeah, I'm excited for patch notes. Yes. Uh, I will say one of those changes that I believe was mentioned on the stream was there's a huge change to the minion mines. Okay. They no longer give an increased gold bounty for the lane minions. Oh, Okay. Instead, they just, uh, the first one just makes them a little bit tougher and hurt a little more against heroes and turrets, I believe. Yep. And the second minion mine taking both on one team makes them really push hard. Oh, okay. I haven't seen how much, how much harder it is than live, but I want to say it's a, it's a little bit of an increase. I got to say, though, that's kind of a big change to the whole sort of dynamic to the game. Yes, it you is. You can uh, manipulate the lane minions that, in, in such a way. It changes. Yes, a, and, that changes a lot. Well, and it takes one of the biggest reasons. Like, minion mines have been a an objective that was essentially ignored up until a certain point in the game. And there are different different people that have different views on when it's a good time to use the minion mines some say 9 minutes some say you know 15 some say you know when you just when you're ready to push and end the game it there's a lot of conflicting opinions i've found that it, they can work at different places depending on how you're playing and what you're playing 
So, you know, who you're playing against, who you're playing as, and it, there's just, there's not always a clear right time or wrong time that you can just apply to every situation. So I'm not sure if I talked about this before. I'm going to bring it up again. Because okay. um, I think the question of when you should take it is different from the question that a new player might have, which is, why wouldn't I take it? So here, yes. here's what happens now currently. The new patch isn't out yet, and I understand things are going to change. But currently, if you take your minor, mm-hmm. the minions, your minions in the lane become yes. a little bit harder to kill yes. and become worth more gold. Yes. So you're so what the you're, other team gold. What you're doing is giving the other team more gold. Yes. That is the reason why you see high-level players not take that because they don't want to give that gold. So sometimes if I'm in a match and the enemy gets theirs, I will ask my junglers not to get ours. Yes. Like feed me and starve them, right? Yes. And it's a valid strategy because that pushes their minions, you know, away, pushes the lane further away. Their minions are killing yours faster than yours can kill theirs, which right. means if you just kind of freeze the lane, take last hits only, right. you, can, you can not just the fact that yours are worth more, you can kill some of the ones they've, they've got for them before they get close enough for them to do anything about. Yeah. So um, I, Or they risk putting themselves in a compromising position where they can be jumped on by your teammates. But I think that's kind of a foreign concept for newer players. Like, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I get that thing? Like, it just and, and seems to be better. But the and reason that's what why the change is doing the it's change is addressing that. that. Yes, the change is going to take that away, and it's going to make. While I'm not sure if taking them at four minutes into the game when they spawn will be the right choice all the time, I feel like taking them will be not a drawback. There's there's no negative side to taking them aside from the fact that maybe if you take them too early, you don't get that uh, kind of gold trickle that they get because the longer the minion mine's unkilled Correct. or since it last switched hands, it's worth more gold. Correct. And right now it's about 8.45, nine minutes into the game where it maxes out at 200 gold for the kill plus the bonuses from Iron Guard contract. This is conjecture, but I think uh, you run the risk of the enemy team just going ahead at six minutes and saying, well, we're going to get the second one and get yeah. a few minutes of push. So I think you're going to see people taking it. You'll see. I think you'll see it taken early. Yep. But you're going to see people, if people take it early, I think it's going to be somewhat of a downfall because then what you're essentially doing is giving the other team an opportunity at their leisure to take that for a little bit extra gold if they wait a few minutes. You mean so to, you, to steal it back as the second yeah, one? Yeah, if they steal it back and you've had it for a, you know four minutes or so, mm-hmm. they're going to get a huge payout, whereas if you took it right when they spawned, you're not getting a huge payout for that. Yeah, I understand. I get that. So, but so you could, there, there's going to be there's going to be some there's still going to be tactical choices involved in it. Yeah, and I like this. But it's not it's not going to be an, a huge drawback for lower level play where if you take it it's hurting your team in a little bit of, you know. Right. Well, so here's the other thing too. If I take it early, then I'm I'm actually getting a push in the lane, right? My you're, you're my minions should yeah. be killing their minions. So yeah. so 
um, and it could make it. So if some of the early early game heroes that don't clear as quickly as others, it might be mm-hmm. might make it a little more viable in the lane for them. I don't know. So I like it. I I think anything that adds tactical decisions like that yeah. um, is interesting to me. From a, yeah, yeah from and a I've play. always I've always felt it a little odd that there was such a big drawback. Yeah, where where not taking the mine was the more tactically sound choice. Yeah, it's a problem when when not taking it. And I, and you know what's cool is they always go back and address these things. It might not yeah, be in the next patch, but it's always they're always tweaking it and trying to figure out ways to. And you know, I, and I'll, I'll tell you, I kind of got the feeling that they waited to make this change for the new season. Okay, I mean, it's, it's cool. So I, I feel I feel like with the seasons, you know, what we're gonna see a lot of is uh, there there will probably be like upkeep cheap, uh, upkeep changes, new heroes during the seasons, and then like new seasons might mix things up a little more. That's the feeling I've got with the season two. Okay, so. Well, I mean that that makes sense too because that's going to give each season its own sort of feel. But this this is a you know what you're describing is, and we'll have the details on you know coming soon here. But uh, this got a significant change to gameplay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's and that's a, just and that's just one line of the patch notes. Exactly. Exactly. So I would I would anticipate that this is going to be a fairly big patch. You know, with the new season rolling out, I, that's why I'm excited for the yeah. patch notes. We've talked about it before. I love patch notes. It's you know, that's, yeah, favorite part of it. And if yeah. you're listening to this after Wednesday or on Wednesday, go get them. Make, make sure you get your patch notes. You read them thoroughly, and definitely check out. You know, Twitch streamers. There will be a downtime stream hosted by the Vainglory devs during the downtime, and probably kick it over to someone else, another streamer. And there will be streamers live all night, most likely, after the patch is live. Yeah, everyone will be talking about it all day long. That's typically so, what happens starting from the time that they shut the servers down, which is usually sometime around yep. 3 usually. p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Yeah. Eastern, somewhere in there. Yeah, it um, just depends on how, you know, when everything's ready. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of interesting, exciting things on the horizon. Uh, so we were talking about your trip yes. to San Francisco. And the new lair is amazing. And you stayed, yes. You said you stayed again at the Mystic, which is a yes, hotel uh, in San Francisco. Same one we stayed at for the launch event back in yeah. July. Very nice place. Very nice, very nice place. And they had, uh, this was sort of Mob Crush helped with this, I guess, a little bit. Yes, this event was sponsored by Mob Crush. Which, so, is, which is cool. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, we've talked about it in the past, Mob Crush is a mobile streaming platform. And... You can go on there to watch a whole variety of things. They do a lot of mobile gaming is their focus, but they also have some other things like live streaming is a big, real, you know, popular thing. Yeah, so that's kind of like what Periscope does, right? Like just yes. sort of like well, this is what I'm doing right now, type of thing. Yes, and uh, I will say, Wadi was live streaming while we were on a tour of San Francisco over the weekend. <laughs> and, and I watched if you, some of that. <laughs> did you catch the race? I did not. I tuned in at the very end. Apparently his battery was dying. But uh, Well, I will say there was a race with myself, uh, Blueberries of Vainglory League, and Monster D-Face along with Wadi. Okay. We had a race up the steepest hill in the city. That sounds exhausting. It was. Yeah, I'm tired just thinking about it. I wouldn't want to. I don't know why you'd want to do that. I, you know, I'm a competitive man. 
Now, did you go to the top of the bridge? Uh, we did not go to the top of the bridge. Uh, that's too bad. We we drove the bridge and then we went up a. Um, no, isn't that the name of the bar right around the corner from the Mystic? Oh, you're talking about the tunnel top. The tunnel topper. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we didn't go to the tunnel top. Okay. Uh, we, we did not. We we took over the Mystic again, though. Okay. The Mystic's uh, a cool place. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we took over the Mystic each night. On Friday, we had dinner there. Or on Thursday, we had dinner there as everyone was arriving. And then, you know, bar for... till they kicked us out. I don't even remember when. And then we went up to the bar upstairs when they kicked us out. Now, everybody asked after me, right? Yes. Like everyone was Wendy, asking. Where's, where's, Wendy where's wanted to know where I was. Yeah, Wen wanted to know. Uh, Evil Finn was asking. Yep. Yes. And of course, Amy. Sugar Venom. Oh, Sugar Venom was, you know, very upset. She cried a little. She was checking all your luggage to make sure I wasn't hidden away in one of your pieces yes. of luggage or something. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know. It's a curse. I mean, it was just my backpack. I went out there with a backpack only. Yeah. But, you yep. know, she looked in it and I was like, the beard. fit in there. The beard asked about me. Of course, of okay. course. Blackbeard asked about you. All right, I just he, want to make sure. I, I want to be relevant still. Doer was super, well, super sad. You weren't there. Let me tell you something. Doer is my boy. Doer right? is an amazing man. Doer, Doer is uh, is. I've I've made a lot of friends doing this and playing this game, and and some closer than others. And yes, and Doer is one that I consider a very close friend. So I will say yes. that on the air live. Yes, I, I I don't get to talk to Dewar as much as I'd like, but I, I he definitely... He is a busy dude. He is, and every opportunity I have to talk to him with, with him, it's a pleasure. You know he wrote a book, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, you can get it on Amazon. I, I'm going to have to look that up. For like $2. Wow. And I give him crap about it. Wow. So it's like, it is, uh, it is not a book you would want to read, but apparently it's a big deal in that world of I'll, like 3D modeling. I'll read it. Yeah, he's there. You know, he's he's part of that whole like chainsaw talked about like that that murder crew that they put together, right? Like all these like amazing talented yes. people. And Doer is a is a big part of that team. Yeah, and he's he does a lot of everything from what I've gathered. Yeah, yeah it seems like it. So I know I know I saw him doing a little bit of work that I can't you know mention, but he was he was even busy while we were all climbing around the lair and getting in their way but he was taking the time to talk to the players and you know they're super busy they're so they they're like so busy I, I felt bad when i you know because i flew in on thursday and i immediately went to the lair <laughs> of course you did that's what you I, should do i immediately said i said i'm not even going to the hotel right but they're busy they were busy they yeah. were busy so you know i helped set up some things with them clean up a little get things ready for the next day worked on the vgl brackets yeah because they were they they weren't completed do you see justin yet. justin was there justin, justin was there okay justin was there evil andre evil andre was there right. he he was super busy the whole time uh nivmit was not there no was no he, in korea? he went to korea i heard that I heard that yeah, he was you, in Korea. Yeah, you, you can see him on the video on demand for the OGN Global. You'll see Nivmit cheering his heart out um, along with Yuma. So you'll see that. And the gang stars, of course, out there too. Let's see, who who else was there? I mean, you know. All right, so uh, let's Captain, not, uh, Just everyone. Yeah, everyone, was, everyone there. was there. Let's just say everyone was there except me. 
Except for you. That's all right. Um, I had things to do. The Patriots were on a bye week, so, you know, I was busy catching up. I had Catching up on other things. Yeah, that's cool. You, wow. mi- you missed wow. a, a wow. hell of a time. I'm sad again. If we want to share emotions now, I'm sad. No. All right, okay. I thought we were doing that this episode. I don't know what happened. That's just you. Yeah, sometimes you got to give it to them so they know what they're missing. No one's going to miss your emotions. <laughs> sometimes you just got to give it to them. Um, I've played a bunch of games this week. I've um, been playing quite a bit this new year. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I get frustrated sometimes with just the... It's like, uh, you know, you if you're going to play a particular hero, um, you should kind of know what that hero needs to do, right? Nope. If you're playing in ranked, like nope. how that hero kind of wants to operate on the fold. Okay, and I, yeah, maybe. And, um, and, and I would never, I'm not talking about like uh, dictating what someone's build is or you should go... Uh, Warhorn over Contraption. I'm not one of those people. I, I don't care what you build, really. It doesn't bother me. But, like, if you're Krull, like, get fed. Yeah. You, you know, get fed, man. Like, like let's let's hang back and let's get you some let's get you some gold and let's get you... Cause yeah, I try, want, to, try to avoid the fights a little if you uh, can. A little bit at the beginning, maybe. You know, Taka kind of does the same thing. But if you're if we're playing Fortress or Koshka, like, let's go. Let's roll in. Let's, yeah. you know, let's head right over there. But, uh, you know, People want to go for the littles, and I just I don't understand it. And and uh, I feel like yeah. sometimes I have just a little bit of knowledge about this game, and it's just it. You have just you have just enough to be dangerous. Yeah, and it makes me crazy. It makes me completely <laughs> crazy. So I I, uh, I understand the feeling because I think you called me and you're like, "How's it going?" I'm like so frustrated right now. I was like salty mcsalt a lot or something yeah then i mocked you a little you did that's all right it's but it's uh you know they should listen to the full podcast and then they would learn these things like you know where do you start when you start your rotations in the jungle where what where what camp do you start there's there's a lot of variety but my personal yeah that's uh, what i'm asking your personal opinion my personal preference is start with the two big backs yep and i kill those with my roamer in range Yep. If I'm the jungler. Okay. And then I pull the top medic. Yep. Then, or, you know, the, the roamer pulls the top medic. And then I have them run to the mid medic. Yep. While I drag the top medic down to just above that bush mm-hmm. where the minion miner is and kill it there. And I still get the extra gold from Iron Guard contract. And the Iron Guard contract holder gets the heal still. Right, and then they're beating on that top medic, and I come over and they leave, leash the top med- the medic to the mid medic to me, and go and get the two littles. Okay, so you and I are in the same. We're in the same the, boat. Yeah, that's, that's and that how will I get like you to, to level two with you know yeah. getting them out of the experience range and experience uh, leeching and my goal leeching is is hard to describe, but you can get your jungler to level two before a potential jungle fight. Yeah, my goal is to be have my jungler at level two, and as support, I'm typically not at level two, and no. shopped like yes. like quickly. And it's it's really kind of up to the roamer like to to leash yeah, those minions around set, and keep it moving and set the pace yeah. and make sure that they're a distance away enough. But that's I'm actually f- yeah. I like playing roam in solo queue just because I know I can do that. Yes, because yeah, well, because like 
so what you know like I, I always try to just play along like oh somebody wants to go running across the thing all right we'll give it a try maybe they're really good i don't know but i reached a point in solo queue this past week where i was like all right look i'm calling the shots i'm the roamer i am the shot caller like we're going here with the green arrow and uh you know i'm getting question marks and i'm like nope right here like if you want the iron guard gold and you want to do this with me yeah. um so and I hate to be I, I that definitely way. Think, I definitely think the roamer should always set the pace. Yeah, me. I think so. I think so too. It's it just you know little things like don't face check a bush with your roamer behind you. Yeah, like let them do that. Yeah, if you're if you're in a solo <laughs> game with no no communications, you should really be relying on your roamer more than anything. Yeah. Now there are differences, of course. We've played games on Discord. Yeah, you know, so we, we, we know we've played games together, play. and you and you know like. Even though you've played the roamer a couple times, me as the laner, I'm still making a lot of the shot calls because you trust me to make them. I trust you to make the shot calls. Well, because you, you're the you're the playmaker at that point, so I just yes, I need yeah. you to put me in position. I, you know, I, look, you're a better and, player and, than and I. And that's and that's not always the case, but sometimes you know it can work that way sometimes in Discord. And I'm not saying it's always going to be the roamer, but I le- and I learned as the roamer myself when I was practicing for VGL at one point when I was setting myself up to be the roamer, I was the shot caller. Right. And it worked a lot easier for me in you know, for competitive play. Yeah. For competition play. Yeah, and I mean it, it makes sense to me that, that the that the roamer is, is the person kind of, you know, initiating and calling the shots. And know? and every team will be different. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Fu- you know, Fuji, for example, is a jungler laner and he he's really flexible and his team's flexible. And he's the main shot caller for his team. I'll tell you, so I would love to get audio. I would love to get audio of them playing a game. Just not the video of it, just the audio of the of the shot calls. I would love to listen to that. That makes me a, a nerd. I think. Hang on. I no, to, I don't. I don't think. I'm going to have to button my top button. My nerd is showing. Um, yeah, you know, get your proc, proc, pocket protector out. <laughs> I just think that would be fascinating to listen to. Like it is because like it we is. we all jump on Discord and you know me and my band of merry men and and we're like you know we're goofballs in there we're cracking wise and and you know nobody's really you know there's a there's a lot of apologies like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i get that i get the impression that you know at that high level there's no apology there's no goofing off it's it's business no it is it is business yeah i, mean, I would like I, to i've not com- I've, i haven't competed at the same level as a lot of these guys but i i know when you know team bay was playing and going for a run in vgl it was all business the whole time. When we were practicing and when we were, you know, actually playing to get, re- you know, in the matches, it was all business. It was, there was no time for apologies. It was listen to the calls, instant obedience to calls, and that was it. Yeah. Well, also, and too, like, discussion was after. And the calls have to be crisp, too. Like, you can't say, come down here. No. no. I don't know what you down say, here come is. Down here, you say, you know, rotate down to, you know, wherever. Yeah, you know the, the left mustache or the tri yeah. brush or Which, whichever place you littles. Need. Yeah, you know, or you say you know laners missing rotated up my side, rotated their side. Sure, you know whatever. Everyone has their own language. There's there's different words. There's yeah. different ways you can. But see, that's it. that's interesting to me. And each in not even like you know each person's going to be different. Each team's going to be different. How the teams say it is going to be different. Yeah, I would like to have. I would. That's a question I would ask the teams. I would ask uh, them to how they call those things. I would ask them to role play 
like a, a team f- a, right before the moment before a team fight. Mm. That's what I would ask them to do. That would be interesting, right? Like, so yeah. imagine if you and I were doing it right now. Yeah. And you would say, you would say, wait, no, nope, not yet, not yet. Yeah, you know, like when I was playing Rome, a lot of what I do would be calling out every single thing I'm doing. For yeah. example, you know, if I back a couple patches ago, the triple stun comp was in, you know, they was trying to chain the stun. You know, it was like, okay, going in for stun in three, two, one, stunned. Right. And then that would be the cue for, say, Jewel to pick up the second stun. Right. And, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. Stuff like that. Or my, you know, my, my gauntlet's up in six, five, four, three, two. Yeah. All right. We're looking for, you know, we're going after Ringo here. Yeah, and a lot of that's communicating. You the know, silence is up. A lot of things like that. Um, e- even though you've got like energy bars on, sometimes you want to make sure you communicate your own energy levels. Sure. You want to commu- communicate your cooldowns, uh, things like Kestrel, how many arrows you have. Yeah, you know, another thing. You, you've got to go and wait for cooldown for that. You do, and Justin does too, is, is call out the enemy team's alts. So like Ringo's alt is down. Like yes. enemy Ringo's alt is down. Crucible. Yes. Okay, here comes the fountain. Let's go back in. Like they've only got yes. two alts now. Save yes, yours. Man. Save it. Save it. All right, hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit. Yes. I think that you would know, be interesting. There's a lot to keep track of. There, there really is a lot to keep track of, and it takes a a good mind to do that. So I, I ooh, that gave me an idea. What's that? Uh, just just something I could program up that okay. might be fun for the computer for while I'm playing. It would be really interesting, uh, for example, to create a program that could track ultimates. Oh, because I, I I play mostly at my computer. Okay. You know, of course, I'm a streamer. Yep. So most of my games happen at my computer. Uh, it would be really fun to just see like a timer, like they have for a league and stuff, where it like lets you know. Yeah, to have to, to have something where I could like manually input like a keystroke and. You know, hit a key and that that starts the cooldown for the ultimate on enemy Kashka or right. whatnot. Right. But you'd have to know that you'd have to be keying in the build as well, too, right? Uh, you'd only have to key in the level of the ultimates. Uh, you know, well, that'd cool only down. give a rough cooldown. That yeah. only, you know, that'd give a rough cooldown. You could, you could probably set it up so you can like add, quickly add a cool, you know, cooldown acceleration item like an aftershock or a clockwork. Yeah, that's something I'm never gonna do. But you should go after that. That sounds like. Something I mean, that's just that's just, uh, that's maybe <laughs> a nerd and trying to find an excuse to write another computer program. I like it. All right. Um, well, I I mean, and even maybe even a web-based thing. Yeah, I mean, dude, do it. I would use it. I don't know. Sounds like yeah. something you and X Maverick could do. So X Maverick, you know, if you're listening, get with me. <laughs> we need to work on this. I think a web-based application would be a lot easier. You could. Everyone would use it. I would like it on my phone or something. My iOS. If yeah, you use your phone to play. No, I don't play on my phone. Oh, you play on your iPad. Fact. Fact. I play on whatever device is closest to me. <laughs> Unless I'm streaming, and Fact. then I play, then I play on the iPad and uh, or the Shield. The Shield. All right. Um, so that's my week. I feel like that's an episode. I feel like there's one thing I want to remind people of. Go ahead. I've mentioned it a little bit, but uh, you know, as most people know, I do a lot of work with uh, VGL Vainglory League. That's the North American and European 
uh, Vainglory competitive tournaments. There's a lot of exciting things happen, happening. And the big one I want to get into is to NA. I just want to briefly mention this, that this is going to be, I think, the best Vainglory League event in a long time because all the big teams are back. Gangstar's Sirius hasn't made an appearance in a North American competitive event, or at least a VGL, since June. Wow. Okay. So since that's they won, yeah. since they won the VGL back in June, that was the uh, Vainglory Worlds qualifier, and they went off to Korea for Vainglory Worlds, and then were subsequently invited to VIPL Season One, which they won. VIPL Season Two, which they came in third place. Now they're back. So VGL Season 2 is going to coincide with the winter season, right? Well, it's, it's VGL's winter season qualifier. Okay. VGL's winter season qualifier. Now, you had yes. to submit your team for that. How many teams are in this? There is actually two different things. There's, there's the... It's all very confusing to me. This, there's the first qualifier of the season, which kicks off this weekend. The... Um, I forgot the dates. I believe it's the 16th, 17th. Yeah. Okay. So the 16th and the 17th starts the round of 64 and the round of 32. But also, um, there's the VGL Amateur Series. You go to vaingloryleague.com. You can find the link to register for the Amateur Series. And we have that capped out at, I believe, either 512 or 1,024 teams. And the, with this event, it's a little different. It's not exactly the same as the main VGL qualifier. And anyone can enter. You know, Heyo Gamers could enter. See, I didn't know this. Okay, go ahead. So Heyo Gamers can go enter the VGL Amateur League and play. And basically, going with the VGL match days, you'll be assigned a time to play. You'll go into the website and check in and say, hey, Heyo Gamers is ready to play. And the system will match you up with an opponent in the in that round. And you'll play your game, you'll submit your score, and you know, win, you move on to the next round, lose you or out. And it's only it's single games, I believe, and bands only. I don't believe they're doing the draft picks for the amateur series. But if you make it to the round of thirty-two, it's over. You don't play again until the VGL second qualifier. Before the second qualifier for the winter season starts, the they're going to do the same open registration that they did for the first qualifier. And basically, you'll submit your team, say, hey, you know, I want to play in VGL. And this is my team. This is, you know, this is what, who we are. And you'll see if you get qualified. And if you, you know, if you get qualified, you'll get placed in the one through 64 brackets for the second qualifier. And at that point, the bottom 32 teams, 33 through 64, will play against the top 32 in the amateur bracket. And of course, if for whatever reason your team gets qualified for the second qualifier, because say you've had a huge skill tier increase, mm -hmm. say you've just, you know, say at the beginning of January, your skill tier was pretty good, but you moved up to simply amazing, and that now qualifies you. To get in the season two, if you were in the amateur league, you'd just be automatically paired against yourself and you'd win and be placed into the second qualifier. Okay. 
That's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. I didn't know that. So, and, yeah, and the winners of the bottom 32 versus the amateur league will be the game, teams playing from the round of 64 onward. That's kind of neat. Man, interesting. I didn't so, know that that was happening. Yeah. So this is, yeah, exactly. This is why I wanted to mention VGL. Yeah. Because we, well, I we stopped recording like 10 minutes ago, so. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. I would smack <laughs> you upside the head, boy. And <laughs> so th- this is going to be really interesting because up until now we did like the 128, which is, which was crazy as uh, an organize as organizing for v- VGL, and I feel like the amateur series is going to really push us to our uh, breaking point. But I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, it I sounds it's like gonna it's going to be fun. It sounds it's gonna, inclusive. It's gonna, yeah, that's that is the key thing. We didn't want to exclude anyone because we don't want to say, "Oh, your skill tier is not high enough." You know, right. no, we'll give you the amateur series, and you prove if you go sure. if you can go through and prove that your team is worth going in and playing in the qualifier, you'll get a chance to play in the second qualifier. And this is something I talked to uh, Don John and Blueberries about a lot when we were at the live finals. And I know a couple of the team captains brought it up that they really wanted to see an amateur series. Yeah. So really, in the past month, you know, everyone talked about it. We they figured out a way to make it happen, and we've got it. That's awesome. That's very cool. I didn't know that that was happening. So definitely, you know, check it out. Uh, I I think there's going to be. A, I don't remember the registration period for it. Honestly, I feel like I, the registration may have ended already. I don't think it has. Okay. The registration for the main qualifier is, but no, definitely the amateur series is still going on. I believe. Yeah. So I would have to quit my job and train ten hours a day. No. Yes. No. I need to tell my wife that. You can tell your wife that. (laughs) Don't think she's gonna believe you. But yeah, looking at it, as far as I can tell, you can still join up in the. in the amateur series, and it looks like right now there are 64 teams registered for the amateur series. Now I can join the amateurs too, even though I have ESPN. Yes. Okay. Doesn't matter. Just not. It doesn't disqualify me. No. All right. Your your ESPN isn't the same as Fuji's. You're like the <laughs> Ocho. Fuji, Fuji's got like ESPN. I think he does have ESPN. Have you ever watched him play? It's ridiculous. Yes. Um, yes. I think Xenotech has the ESPN too. Xenotech is amazing. I love that guy. That guy is so cool. All right. Um, I got self. Are you done? Done self promoting? I'm not self promoting. I'm promoting <laughs> the competitive scene of Anglory. I'm sorry that. No, it's good because it's something that I, I don't know anything about it. So I learn every I get, time you I come on. I get really on. excited about the competitive scene, and I'm, you know, if if people tell me, you know, hit me up on Twitter, tell me I'm talking too much about competitive Anglory, but I find it really interesting, and I think. The competitive scene is what's going to grow Vainglory more than a lot of things. I don't think it's going to be the only thing, but I think the competitive play is what's going to, you know, people seeing the competitive players going at it is going to be what gets people to be like, this looks fun, and to pick it up. I think I think you're 100 percent right. I think that some of the success like a League of Legends has had is driven by the competitive scene. Um, I think the slippery slope for me is games that I've been involved with in the past is when. Um, the only voice of the game is that competitive scene. 
Yeah, I, I because can, it's I can a because it's a minority. The competitive scene is a minority of players. Yes, it, it is the vast minority, and I I don't think Super Evil will go that way. No, I, I don't think, think so either. But that, when I when I hear them talk, you know, when I talk to them about these things, they they're always saying we're okay with you know we're okay with someone being strong in the hands of a highly skilled player. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, look, open up the app and go to the videos page and all the tutorials and everything they've done to, to accommodate a new player is what tells me that they're, they're focused on someone picking up this game tomorrow and downloading yeah. it and learning how to play that's never played a mobile before. Yeah, that's, it's evident. Yeah, and Captain Nito has asked me before. He's told me, I need feedback from people who have never played before going through the tutorial. Yeah, absolutely. They, so I, I like I got my wife and actually my mother to pick up Vainglory and play through the tutorial and have me have them tell me what they thought, and then gave that feedback to Captain Nito. Right. Yeah. So. No. I mean, I think they're way in tune with that, and they get that. Um, but that's always my concern: is that that is that that minority? Um, yeah, getting, has the voice of voice. the game. I don't want them to be the voice of the game. You know, at the same time, like you know, I I think that you, they can't ignore the competitive side either. No, no, I think that needs you can't to be ignore. A balance. You can, it needs to. The game needs to be balanced. Well, it needs the competitive side to drive the numbers to get people yeah. to download it and play it. But it's the casual side that will that will keep that machine turning. Yes, it's the casual players that are going to spend money and buy ice and cards. It's the casual players that are going to you know. The majority yeah, I, of us. Are I, de there. I definitely agree. Yeah, so we're saying the same thing. So I think <sighs> that's the episode. Is that it? You are uh, like a slave. Justin never made me go this long. Deal with it. <laughs> What's funny is every week you could just keep going. I this can't. is not a stream. This is not like a four-hour stream. That's why, because that's what this you're is, used to. This is, this is why I can do it, because <laughs> I can sit. And it's really funny because I'm, you know, I'm used to the stream with distractions, so going for four hours doesn't seem like much, because I'll talk about as much as we do. Yeah. This, like, on, a, on, you know, on set subjects, not just like, you know, I'll be talking while I'm playing games, but uh, you won't get like much meaningful, as much meaningful out of you know, four hours of stream as you do an hour of this for me. Right, right, right. This is like, uh, this is a, you know, concentrated. But yeah, I'm used to the sound of my own voice <laughs> by now. So uh, I, can, I can, I can talk until people shut me up. I love it. I'm loving it. I hope everybody's loving it as much as we are. I'm having a blast. Um, I've, I've gotten a lot of good reviews from people when I, when I ask, what do you think of me on the full podcast? What do you think of since I've came over and started helping Chuck? And people, people said good things to me. Yeah, all, I hope they're not just lying to me and then talking shit behind my back. Uh, everything I've heard too is is all been positive. So, um, you know, you've been a, a good boost to that whole competitive side, and and you know, definitely the the technical piece. You know, that I don't have the answers to because, yeah, I just don't know a lot of times. But, and at the same time, we fangirl over little things like the lore. Yeah, you fit right in. You fit right in. That's why I knew you were the person to call. So, um, all right. So, um, I got nothing else. I definitely have nothing else. Do you have anything else, sir, that you would like to shill? Um, nothing I can think of. Just all right. I, I will say. I will say this, guys. I had a lot of little sneak peeks into the future of Vainglory. Amazing things are on the horizon. How bright is the future? You got to wear shades. 
you you've definitely got to get Fury's deal with it sunglasses. <laughs> and I've got a picture of him in those from this All weekend. Right. So a little ZZ Top, go get some cheap sunglasses. Yes. All right. Um, that's it. That is an episode. I'm not even going to open the door anymore. Yeah. Special guest uh, next week. Hopefully. Maybe. Fingers crossed. You know, I, I cornered this person and said, you're coming on the fold next week. We, we've got to talk. We've got to get this happening. Fingers crossed. Yes. All right. I'm Chuck. And I'm Sean. And this is The, the Fold. fold.